All right. Welcome back to the Smoke on the Water podcast. Tonight's episode is a very special episode called At the Movies, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Tonight, my guest is my cucaracha to my, uh, to my Pancho Villa, Sydney, or perhaps his evil twin, Yendis. <laughs> All right. So tonight we went out to the movie theater in White Marsh and saw the latest installment of the Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, well, let's take some hot takes. What, what did you think of the movie? Let's start there. I feel like... So I want to start by praising, praising the entire, like, the entire, like, Fantastic Beasts Fantastic Beasts franchise as a whole. I think I think I think the first movie was amazing. I loved it. I was a huge fan when it came out. Uh still really like it. I watched it like a few months ago and I uh, it's it's it still holds up. Uh and the second movie was pretty good too. But the 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 first the first little nitpick I have about the third uh the third movie is Johnny Depp's not in it. I mean, that's that's I, I, I understand I understand that that's something that like can't really be fixed. The whole time I thought he like Grindelwald would win if only he were Johnny Depp still. I, I couldn't help but think that the entire movie. But I I I, I really like the guy who played him. I I forgot his name. He was Mads in, Mickelson. Yes. He 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 did a good job. He did a good job, but I feel like Johnny Depp is Grindelwald. Uh, that's that's he's the only person I can see in the role, but well, I can I can understand like he lost his job because of because of like the the, right. the Amber Heard allegations, which are now coming out to be quite the opposite of what happened. Well, my issue is just the switch in the middle. Like I don't I don't think they should have switched in the middle. If Mads Mikkelsen was Grindelwald from the beginning, Mads Mi- Mi- uh, Mads Mikkelsen would have been Grindelwald in my mind. But having switched it between the two movies just kind of gave me a, like a thumbs-down feeling about it, you know? Uh, I disapprove of it, and I disapprove of why Johnny was, was ousted from the movie. And, and yet Amber Heard wasn't ousted from hers. Uh, I mean, that's a completely separate issue for possibly another podcast. Uh, I mean, we're just trying to focus here on the Fantastic Beasts. Yes, of course. Back back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Uh, now, now I want to talk about the actual plot itself. Okay. Yeah. It feels it feels really rushed, and yet also slow at the same time. Feels rushed where it should be, you know, given emphasis. And it feels really slow at the parts that I don't care about. I honestly felt like the plot was written by a 12-year-old. It just seemed so redonkulous and immature. I take offense to that as a 13-year-old myself, going on 14. I feel like a 12-year-old Sydney could have written a, written a, better, uh, written a better plot. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Plus and, the... And, and some, of the, some of the little, like, MacGuffins and, and stupid stuff they did in it. You know, uh, I just thought it was dumb. Everybody's shooting off Grindelwald gang sign uh, fireworks out of their wands. What? I really think that was a reference to, to like, the, 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 the dark mark, I believe it was called, that the Death Eater shot up. But still, I feel like, I I felt feel like, like it was I unnecessary. Felt like, I felt like it was a lot of Nazi references. Like, they were trying to infer that he was the rise of Hitler. 
if if only there was some kind of magical fish deer that that could have stopped Hitler, you know? I don't know, but I I I also I also really didn't like what they did with uh with with Credences, I believe his name was uh the, the character uh played by Ezra Miller. Mhm. In the last two movies, he played such a significant role. And in this movie, like, it seems like he was supposed to have a significant role. But in the end, it, it, it just really... He got, like, ten minutes of screen time total, if not less. And I just felt like that maybe, maybe it was, like, changed after all the stuff that he did in, like, Hawaii or whatever. I feel like that was too recently for them to have... Have cut him that that much. Well, then that gives them no excuse. Like, like there should have been more time with him actually acting, because we we barely see his face, and he barely does anything in the movie. Even though it, it like it's like oh he's dying and uh... he is a relatively pointless character except for the last like forty five seconds of the movie. He has he has a slightly important role. That probably could have been played by any character, but it just so happened that it was him. I just like I and I feel like I feel like they're they're trying to give too much fan service too. Like sure, Dumbledore. Dumbledore's uh, a main character. Uh, of course, Hogwarts would have to come with him. But like, I feel like they just they just put in too much of like. Oh, the yeah. Harry Potter theme, and like, I feel like they're trying to make the Harry Potter fans be like, "Oh, I remember this! Oh, look at that! That's a thing from my childhood!" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, they they definitely played up uh, people's love of Dumbledore. You know, when the when the when the cow deer or the fish deer like bows down to Dumbledore because he's pure of heart, you're like, "What? This guy has been a super spy for the last two movies." There's no way he has a pure heart. I th- I thought they were going to do that to Newt because Newt seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, Newt Newt has a pure heart. He's always trying to help animals. Right, Newt 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 he, cares he loves, about he loves life. Tina Goldstein and I mean, who can love her? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, he he has to marry her. It's not his it's not his decision. According according to like the biography why, why part in, of uh, Why in the world did they cut her from this? I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I liked the other girl better. What was her name? Uh, she had some kind of wonky name, like Lily, or uh, it was it was it was the little strange girl, right? From last 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 no, movie. No, 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 no. That was uh, Zoe Kravitz that played the Lestrange girl. Really? Yeah. Um, so Catwoman was was Lita Lestrange. <laughs> uh, but I'm surprised you remember her name and I didn't. <laughs> I watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, that was a good movie. Uh, it it was a it was a fine. I think they're all fine movies. They're I mean, this has never been my franchise. You know, I've never been like Harry Potter's the shiznit. It it's just okay for me. I understand the appeal of it, and it's certainly something that I want to know about because I want to be able to talk about it with my kids, and my kids are into it. You're into it. Tegan's into it. Uh, so obviously, I want to know and 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 be into it. And I th- I'm going to be a hundred percent here. I thought the Harry Potter movies were awful, terrible movies. Maybe because I never read the books, 
but I felt like there's so much missing. Like it was just like a like huge gaps in plot, and I just thought they were dumb and and awful. And these movies are still dumb, but they're not awful. They're at least well written and they're coherent because they're written the way they're meant to be. I I feel like they're meant to be quirky. They're they're meant to be like a little, a little on the fun side, and a little a little on the less like. Like Rick and Morty, hyperintelligence, uh, copy pasta, kind of like. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, yeah, magic is kind of dumb. I mean, Doctor Strange does it cool, but for the most part, magic is dumb. I mean, birthday party magicians, dumb. Um, How dare you insult Grandpa like that? He does. He does some great magic. Uh, he's a book day magician, not a birthday party magician. <laughs> um, <laughs> we all know that's a fact. But uh, you know, I felt like the magic was just cheesy in this. Um, I, but I always feel like the magic is cheesy in these things. So I, I walked into it expecting it to be cheesy. Um, I mean, the magic answers every problem. Like there's there's no problem that's not solved by magic. You don't have to be pure of heart. You don't have to have power. You don't have to be particularly smart. You just have to know magic. Honestly, the best scene in the, that movie for me was the scene where Newt has to go rescue what's his brother's name, Theseus. Yeah. Yeah. He has to, the scene where he has to rescue Theseus, and he doesn't have his wand, so he doesn't have his magic. And he has to res- re- he has to rely on his own resources, his own intelligence, his his knowledge of animals. Yeah, which it- is which is what this mo- which, which is what this franchise is really about. I don't care about I don't care about the whole Grindelwald thing. Fantastic Beasts is about the Fantastic Beasts. Okay, let's let's get back to Grindelwald too. All right, so here's another problem I have with the plot. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. All through the second movie. Criminal, criminal, criminal. Liter- it was literally called The Crimes of Grindelwald. Right. He, he, he like, he, he's like openly discussing genocide of muggles. And then all of a sudden, for no reason, not only is he pardoned, but he's a, he's a candidate to be the, the leader of the magicians of the universe. Which seems a little like, uh, this, this was never mentioned in Harry Potter, by the way, I don't believe. Like, like... Well, I mean, obviously, he couldn't be the leader of the magical world, or it would be mentioned in Harry Potter. Yes, yes, but like, like a, a leader of a magical world hasn't like that. That wasn't touched on in Harry Potter. There was the Minister of Magic that was, like, or uh, I believe, yeah, the Minister of Magic, which was essentially like the Prime Minister, but magic. Well, let's be honest about about Harry Potter. Harry Potter you think is a large-scale problem, this Voldemort guy. But he's not a large-scale problem. He's a very small-scale problem. He's basically tormenting a high school. I mean, he's not this arch-criminal that you're like, oh, my God, he's Dr. Doom. We have to save the world. He's Thanos. He's going to snap us all out of existence. No. He's a buffoon, an old man who's tormenting high schoolers. Like, he kind of sucks. He's kind of a crap villain. So, let's, let's be honest. Uh, like, the entire Harry Potter franchise, 
you know, as as labeled with the with the character Harry Potter exists in this tiny world that revolves around an English school, which 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 allows for so much more. That was what, what was really great about Fantastic Beasts was they opened up the world of magic to include America and other countries in Europe. Yeah, like like Ilvermorny, and now we have Germany included. We get a bunch of like new German lore, probably. Right there, there, there was French. There was French stuff in in the second one uh, with the Lestranges. Exactly. I, I think I I think it's really nice that they expanded upon like the Lestrange family tree story thing. Yes, in 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 number two, yeah, I like that too. And of course, that was all to try to trick you into thinking that uh, Credence was a Lestrange, even though he's a Dumbledore. The Dumbledorks. The Dumbledorks. But so what what confused me was and this is this is the problem this is a problem I have with a lot of sci fi franchises, is they try to over make things overly specific. In Harry Potter, you were led to believe that you either had magic or you didn't. Just like in in, in Star Wars, you either have the force or you don't. Um but you're led to believe that, for the most part, people are able to learn the skills. And some people might be better at certain skills, but all in all, you know, you're kind of on a level playing field the same way people are. You know, we all go to the same school to learn the same skills, and some of us are better at math, some of us are better at English, some of us are better at painting. But in Fantastic Beasts it's revealed that that's not how magic works. You have very specific magic that you can do. You have obscurials and lubatuba tubes, whatever, whatever, uh, uh, Queenie is. Queenie is. Yeah. The, the mind reading ability, which, which I, 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 I feel like, I feel like, uh, I, I should specify that that's the, it's a blonde woman. It's a blonde woman. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like a drag queen or anything. It's not like, why do you have to specify that? I don't know. I felt like I felt like Queen Queenie. I don't know. I felt hmm. like I felt I, I for some reason I feel like that is is offensive to say, even though it's not. It's like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. Slay Queen. <laughs> yeah, That's nothing to do with drag. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Know. It's cool. Uh, I don't know. Yes, yes, T- Queenie. Take it easy. The PC police aren't listening to this <laughs> show. I promise. Uh, so. Knock on piano wood. All right, let's continue on with this. What are your other thoughts about it? I I I I did really like the uh, the the new the new like defense against the dark arts person or whatever whatever she taught. I thought I thought she was pretty cool. That's what I was trying to say earlier, and I forget what her name is. She's not a Lestrange. She was the American uh, teacher. Right, and, and, and I, I I thought she was a better character than uh, Tina, and I was at first I was like, they're not gonna have Tina in this. That's so dumb. Oh, you can't even keep a franchise together. But then I was like, actually, I like this character better. Um, so I'm kind of glad you got rid of Tina. Yeah, they 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 made they made her like strong and independent and like a powerful character, without without really like pushing. Like, like, like they, they showed us. They didn't tell us. 
Right. I, I appreciate that. I, I like I like when I like when storytelling is done through visuals instead of uh, oh, she's an, she's a very powerful wizard. Right. Right. But but that, instead she shows off her ingenuity. But she wasn't OP like some uh like Captain Marvel garbage. Right. She was just she was just a strong character who happened to be a woman. And that's the way great characters should be written. And and she's and she's not just like a powerful strong character. She was a strong character. She 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 like she made me like her in a single movie. And I I think I think that she's a great character and I want to see her come back in the fourth installment. Is there gonna be another installment? There I felt like that was kind of the end. Everybody now knows that Grindelwald's a dick and they're not gonna Yes, but they didn't directly take him down. And I don't believe the Order of Merlin's like fully assembled yet. Okay. Which uh, is which is which is what uh, like Dumb- Dumbledore's like first army thing is called, and then and then the Order of the Phoenix is to take down Voldemort. Gotcha. Okay. Who's who's just a petty old man who's angry that he had terrible high school years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's just angry that he got acne. <laughs> and 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 became a lich. Right. <laughs> he made a he made a horcrux out of a tube of Gardasil. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought all in all, it was like a it was subpar. I I feel like I feel like the plot of the movie was mid at best, and uh, I feel like. I I I feel like Queenie's return to the light was very rushed. Like 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 oh she's she's evil. Oh she's good now. I didn't feel like Queenie was ever evil. I feel like Queenie was I feel like Queenie is a weak woman. She does not have uh, a strong sense of independence or a strong sense of self. And she went off with with Grindelwald to begin with. Because Grindelwald did have a strong sense of self, and he was a strong person, and so she was attracted to that concept. Not in a, you know, not the same way she's attracted to uh, Jacob, but still, like, she was attracted to the idea of this strong character. Um, which, it, it never really made sense that she would want to follow someone that wanted to kill muggles, because she's kind of in love with a muggle, and... But but I'm pretty sure you like promised that they could be together or something. I don't know. I don't remember that. But either way, it doesn't really make sense. But then, you know, she's she's basically ignoring Jacob. She's not doing evil things. She's acting as a liaison between Credence and Grindelwald. Um. And then she's just ignoring Jacob. She's not really doing evil things. She's not going out and assassinating. She's not the one that's, you know, burning down the the banners for the minister of magic or whatever whatever those characters were doing in that scene. She's she's not really doing terrible things. I don't think it really was a a turn to the light. I think she regretted her decision the entire time, but knew that if she left, it would cause hell for Jacob and the rest of the crew because Grindelwald's not just going to let a magician leave. 
Right, like, yeah, that makes sense. I just, I just feel like, just feel like it was really rushed. They, they, they made her seem like cold and distant, and then right at the end, oh, she's, 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 she's with, she's, she's happy and good again. And well, I mean, Jacob told her, my heart's not full; it still has room for you. Come on. That was that was actually kind of a cute moment, though. Come on. That would melt the iciest of hearts, bro. It's cheesy. It's cheesy, but... It's, it's cheesy, but it's still like... I thought the delivery was great by the actor, too. I'm, I don't know his name, but I thought, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't imagine that he's that character in real life. Like, I, I just can't. No, I mean, they all have 20s flapper accents. Yeah, see? Let's go, uh, let's go make some donuts, see? <laughs> especially, especially the new character. Uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. She does for sure. And Queenie, Queenie sounds like Betty Boop. So. Newt's commander doesn't, though. He sounds British. I give it a 6 out of 10. I give it a 4 out of 10. Okay. I, I really wasn't a huge fan of it, and I felt kind of disappointed. I, I thought I thought there were good aspects of it, but I felt like the bad outweighed the good. And I feel like all in all, it really wasn't much of a movie. So I feel like you would probably agree with the six out of ten if Johnny was Grindelwald, because it was exactly as good and exactly as bad as the second one. And I feel like the only difference was Mads Mikkelsen, and Mads Mikkelsen himself is not a bad actor. He's a great actor. He does fantastic and stuff. He does Fantastic Beasts. But he shouldn't be doing Fantastic Beasts. It should be blonde, one weird, uh, one weird contact lens, Johnny Depp. That's who should be in that movie. And it hurts to watch it with somebody else. Mads Mikkelsen would make a good Doctor Doom. Mads, well, Mads Mikkelsen was already in Doctor Strange. Oh, he was. Oh, that he's serious. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Damn. He's so good. See, you didn't even think about that. That's the mark of a good actor: is that you don't you don't go through and think like, huh? It was this guy. That was that guy. I mean, you do when you're you're nerdy ass me, and you have to memorize who everybody is. <laughs> um, and where you know where all the characters from, but I mean, for the most part, a good actor just plays the role, and you think of the role, you don't think of the actor. Um, but unfortunately, that did not happen with Grindelwald, because the entire time I watched it, I thought this is the wrong actor. And and I mean, I like, yeah, we we didn't have time to get to know this version of Grindelwald either. Like, like now, now we know him slightly better, so maybe next movie will be more... Well, the thing is, it's not a version. It's not like Doctor Who, where, where he changed his appearance. He was one person, and then he was suddenly a different person, even though he's the same character. And, you know, from I guess maybe because of my Doctor Who background, I found that to be jarring, that there was no adjustment period between the two. They didn't even try to make him look like Johnny. They didn't give him, like... Like, they didn't make him look like Johnny's Grindelwald. They didn't give him blonde hair. They didn't give him a, Spikes. a, a contact lens and, like, a weird little, like, chin thing. I felt like they didn't even try. 
they did give him the contact lens. It was just barely noticeable because, I don't know. I don't know. And Johnny, you couldn't miss it. One eye was dark and one was so light that it looked like it was he was blind in that eye. I... I felt like I, I just, I and I felt I felt like the 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 breaking of that of that like love charm thing that they made or whatever it was, uh, that that like, uh, the the Dumbledore and Grindelwald thing was just kind of like it was kind of like like plotty like, or not like, I don't know how to explain it. It felt like it it felt kind of like out of nowhere. Like, it doesn't make sense why it why it broke. Well, their explanation was that he was trying to do harm and he was trying to save, and that's what broke it. That's stupid. That's really dumb. It's kind of dumb. That's really as as someone who's read Harry Potter more than once. That's really stupid. That stuff wasn't touched on. The, the, I really don't think there's like emotion behind spells that affects them. And anyway, in my I don't I don't seem to remember anyway. Like. I mean, what would affect that then? What affects a love pact? I felt like the movie should have been more about breaking the love pact and less about pulling a pulling a heist of non-intelligent nature. What were the secrets of Dumbledore too? Like uh the secrets of Dumbledore are that he's gay. He has a brother, and his brother has a son who happens to be this super powerful emo kid that hangs out with Grindelwald. That's that's his secrets. Oh, and he's a super spy. But he's also Jesus because the fish deer likes him. I don't know. It it was too much. I I just I just really thought that it was it was disappointing. I didn't I didn't like the movie. I thought I I'm not going to see it again definitely. Uh yeah, I don't think I'm going to not see it again. I'm sure that your sisters are going to like it and want to see it, but I'm not going to watch it on my own like but then again, I don't really choose to watch those movies on my own normally. You know, my rewatching of Fantastic Beasts was with Rebecca to prepare to see this one. And I don't think she had seen them. So. Anyway, I think this has been a fantastic episode of Smoke on the Water. I absolutely agree. I mean, do you have any other uh, parts of this that you'd like to touch on? I feel like we touched on pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. Without going plot by plot point by plot point. Right. Because if, if we did, we would just be like a negative version of Eric Voss. The the VA the VA Eric. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well thank you for listening to the Smoke on the Water podcast. Have a fantastic day. And we'll see you on the next one.